Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Full of frustration. Full of despair. From years of hurt, disappointment, and relegation. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory, pride, passion, in search of silverware. And they found Major League Soccer. Welcome to another episode of the MLS UK show. I'm Elliot Holman and there's a stranger in the studio. I'm Henry Hewitt. Who? I <laughs> know, first time. You know what I was thinking on the way here? I was like, oh, this is a, a like a grand return. But no, we've done actually three episodes since we were last face to face. So thank you if you've listened once again. Thank you to Ian Joy, Liam Ridgewell, all last week's Stoppage Time episode. But I thought this is a huge week. We've got to come back together for this one. Who's, who's this guy? I, I don't know. I mean, we, we tried to have, uh, obviously, MLS's, MLS UK's latest star on the TV behind you. However, the cameras kept on picking up his face on the focus uh, and you were going out of focus. So we've gone back to... Really like what we've done here. Yeah, uh, Chicharito is on that TV. I don't think you can see it if you're watching on YouTube. But uh, yeah, we've got to be careful with faces. Um, but uh, I mean, that isn't the big news since we've been away, Gareth Bale. We will talk about that. The real big news. Have you seen this? LA Galaxy won footy scrans World <laughs> Cup on Twitter. The Korean chicken. Um, I'm so happy for LA Galaxy. I'm happy for LA Galaxy. I'm going to be honest with you. You know me. Not that adventurous. No. The Korean chicken, not going to do it for me. Really? But I'm I'm pleased. I'm pleased MLS has got a look in here because I'll be honest with you. It's half the reason that um, Bryony allows me to do a podcast <laughs> on the league is because she loves going to the games and she's like, over here, more of those hot dogs. Thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, Los Scrangeles Galaxy. Love uh, it. Love it. Do you know what I find the funniest thing about all of this is that, as you know, the term scran is a local term in Manchester and mm. Liverpool, like Northwest England for food. So when we worked together, I'd go, should we get some scran? And you'd be like, can you just call it food? Begrudgingly, I'd get on board with it. So now this page has popped up on Twitter and hearing all, like the Cooligans were talking about footy scran and hearing Americans in particular talking about scran is uh, is funny. I, I do enjoy it. But you'll be, you'll be t- teaching them about a jitty next. A jitty or dibble, which is... What's a dibble? Police. Oh, in yeah. Manchester. Officer Dibble. Officer Dibble. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know what relevance Top Cat has to Manchester, but that is <laughs> that is true. We call Dibble 
uh, police dibble. But um, yeah, so LA Galaxy, well done. The inaugural winners of Footy Scran's uh, World Scran Cup. in their gaff. Food in the house. Um, I, I have been enjoying while the English leagues, uh, well, the European leagues have been quiet, that it is just like... Nashville always pops up. Austin pops up. DC. Yeah, yeah. It just makes me so jealous. I saw Austin um, this morning, actually. He popped up on uh, on there on Twitter, and everyone was talking about that. Um, just out of interest, does that mean that if we go back to the northern phrases, LA is our house, does that mean they they become LA is our gaff? Yes, they do. Okay. Our friends at LA is our gaff. Yeah. <laughs> that may be uh, if... Because uh, LAFC, as we're going to talk about, have become the new Galacticals of MLS. If LA Galaxy want to... I don't know, sign a, a Manchester native. They'll have to change the name to LA is our gaff. Ronaldo could do the job. He could do. He's lived in Manchester a long time over the course of the last 20 years. So maybe. We can dream. Yes. Obviously, he's going to Miami along with everyone else. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I was watching a, an old episode back a few weeks ago. And do you remember when we used to have the roulette wheel for who Miami was linked with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because every week it used to be someone different. So we'd go, let's have a spin this Yuri week. Yuri Jokaev. Oh, just imagine. Um, we might have to bring that back with, uh, you know, it, it tends to be on stoppage time, our, our bonus episodes. A different player, different European player. Uh, each week that gets um, gets linked with MLS. So we might have to bring that back for that. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, well, welcome back. Uh, hello, if you're one of our new uh, viewers or listeners, by the way, especially if you're from Wales, um, <laughs> because I have noticed there's a lot more MLS fans popped up from yeah. Wales now. So we got followed by so many like Welsh MLS accounts and they've got like four followers. And I'm like, you've just started this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so welcome to them. Uh, welcome back to everyone as well. Thanks for bearing with us in our mid-season break we're going to be having another one in a few weeks when it's your honeymoon oh yeah wedding and honeymoon wish me luck life yeah. life will then be over so i'll have loads of time to do this uh well yeah uh that's why i've been sorting everything out recently uh because you've been busy with your wedding yeah. uh but we have got we've got a few more guests hopefully lined up for for that time when you're away so uh, we'll be recording those in the next few weeks very excited about them um, so if you're new to the MLS UK show, hello again. But what you may not know is that we start every episode with a game we like to call the game with a changing name. Uh, Elliot chooses a player who... Yeah, uh, you talk for a minute and I'll I'll do that. Don't tell me, because we've not done a proper episode for a month. Don't tell me you forgot to get I honestly one. forgot. Wow. So while wow, you frantically try and find yeah. someone. Uh, so what the game with a changing name is, it's a game that we couldn't think of a name. We, kept, we And it ended up changing every week. So we called it the game with a changing name. And Elliot chooses a player who's played in both the UK and MLS. You go through their career path and we've got to try and guess who it is. So Elliot... <laughs> Now, do you have a player? Yeah, I always did, of course. Um, and now, uh, you see if you can guess who it is. They were born in Wales. No, I'm joking. We're not going to do it. He's gonna not do played it. yet. We're you not going to do it. it. <laughs> okay. So, this player uh, started their career at Deportivo Pereira. Oh, where's that? Uh, let's let's do a deep dive on them. Uh, they're a Colombian football team based, funnily enough, in Pereira. Ah. Um so uh, they then, in 2017, moved to Granada. In Spain. In Spain. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they moved to a Premier League team, which I will admit. Okay. And they had loan spells at Huesca, Mallorca, and Getafe. They're now an MLS player. Oh, that's a tough one. I've omitted them for obvious reasons. It's far too easy if I tell you the other, right. the other teams. Hmm. 
Okay, right. I'm not quite sure at the moment, actually. My, my mind's a bit rusty. If I gave you the team, you'd get it straight, right, okay. straight away. Uh, if you think you know, give us a shout uh, at MLS UK Show on Twitter and Instagram. Or if you're watching on YouTube, just comment. It leaves a timestamp so we know if you're cheating. If you go right to the end and find out who it is and then come back, we know. We know you've cheated. Mm, so. YouTube sends us an email. It's actually really annoying because they come through at like 3 a.m. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, let us know and see if you can guess who it is. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to think about that one. I'd like to keep you guessing. Right. Now, before we talk about what happened this weekend in MLS and the big news with Gareth Bale, let's have a quick word from me and Elliot talking about our sponsor. MLS UK Show with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt. Yes, so as we rocket towards the women's Euros over here, which is being held in the UK, and of course the World Cup just around the corner after a brand new Premier League season, uh, your place to go is Soccer90.com. Yes, there's tons of stuff on there. As Elliot said, there's um, uh, even Premier League stuff and all the new kits for European uh, leagues are appearing on there as well. So Soccer90.com. And while you're there, if you have a look, if you pick some stuff that you want, put it into the checkout, and when you're at the checkout... In the discount code, if you type in MLSUK, you get 20% off as well, courtesy of Soccer90 and ourselves. Thank you very much to Soccer90 for their continued support. Let's get back to the podcast. The MLS UK Show. So you may have heard over the weekend that there was a very big announcement coming from LAFC and a certain man who is from Wales. Gareth Bale has signed up for LAFC. Uh, this was announced on Saturday. I was at my cousin's wedding. And honestly, um, like, you text me just saying, Gaza Baza. Gaza Baza! And I was like, I, I didn't really get much internet. So I was like, what? What? I've got to work it out. So then when I finally got internet, I saw that he had signed for LAFC. So exciting. I was absolutely, you know, I, I, was, I loved being at my cousin's wedding. However, at the time, I was like, why has this got to be announced now yeah, while yeah, I yeah. can't do anything? We can't go big on it on social media or anything. Um, but uh, he, he did break football Twitter. And uh, it came out of the blue because a lot of people were saying he was going to sign for Cardiff mm. and that's not happened. LAFC have got, they've got the budget, apparently. Uh, and I imagine they've there's a more attractive offer than Cardiff. Cardiff somewhere that he could even go after his time at LAFC, I, I believe. Uh, if that's something that he wants to do. But ultimately, this is huge for MLS. It's huge for Gareth Bale. We've personally here seen a really, really big um, increase in media talking about uh, yeah. MLS. Obviously, it's closed season. There's no Premier League. It's actually, there's not a lot of signings going on no. for the European teams either. Um, so, And even in the championship, the three teams that have come down, they made one signing between them. There's not a lot going on. Yeah. So it's... It really has been a, uh, a massive story here in the UK, which is excellent, um, excellent news for us as we try and grow the grow the MLS um, game over here. Now, in terms of LAFC, I mentioned on the last episode of Stoppage Time about how I'd been playing football manager and trying to balance the wage, you know, the wage caps and the TAM and the GAM. Yeah. And I mentioned LAFC, like, do you remember their first roster? And we were like, this is insane, like the amount of players they've got, the, just such an incredible level, so much depth. And obviously that sort of dropped away a little bit. Now you look at that roster, they re-signed Carlos Vela and signed Gareth Bale on the same day. Yeah. How? I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying that they've done wrong. 
because I don't believe they have. I, I think they've got Gareth Bale on a really smart deal. But it's so impressive. Yeah, and Kalini as well. Mm. He's not a DP. There are rumours that there is another DP signing for them. We haven't had any names yet, yeah. but I mean, if you do that, like, this is insane. They've done this. I like, you know, you look back at some of the, old, the other squads and, like, you look at the LA Galaxy team that Beckham came yeah. into and think, well, the, yeah, they changed the rules for Beckham to sign. They've not changed anything for these guys to sign for LAFC. They're already top of the supporters' shield. Yeah. This is absolutely insane. And, and you're right, Gareth Bale signing, there's so much talk about it here in the UK. And I was thinking that, at the moment in the UK, I don't think there's, there's not maybe Harry Kane, but other than that, uh, perhaps Jack Grealish, but there's not really an out and out superstar in the UK. I don't think when we've been used to like Beckham, mm. but now you look at Bale and think Bale is actually probably the biggest name in UK football at the moment because of what he did for Real Madrid. So for him to sign for LAFC, I have already seen this Wales flags, uh, you know, in the, the crowd at LAFC's, it's fantastic, and hopefully it can bring that. I mean, Bale's going there, don't get me wrong. He's, he's going there for a reason. He's going there to get fit for the World Cup. Wales' is first World Cup in 60 years, it means a lot to him. But for him to go there, I think it's a perfect deal, much better than Championship, much better than him going to the Premier League, uh, sort of a bottom team. Yeah, brilliant, fantastic. I can't wait to see how he does. And I'll be honest with you, if I was a defender in MLS right now, I'd be worried. I'd be having sleepless nights at the thought of Gareth Bale coming back. I agree. Um, you touched on Harry Kane. Genuinely, I believe that that is something that will be looked into in the future. Uh, Harry Kane loves America. Uh, mm. He loves his American football. I genuinely believe Harry Kane is an option for an MLS side yeah. uh, in five or six years' time. Um, but before we get there, Gareth Bale, we've got to enjoy this because this is going to be box office. And don't forget as well, he can play left wing back. He can. He's he's a very versatile player. He you can, can have Escobar on the right, Bale on the left. Oh. Still have Vayer up to R. Oh, stop it. Unbelievable. Stop it. Unbelievable scenes. And uh, yeah, LAFC. If I was an LAFC fan, I'd be so excited. And I've been looking at their fixtures. Now, I, um, I may be wrong at this. I don't know specifically when he's signing uh, and playing. Same with Kalini. However, I have noticed that in the second week of July... They're at home to LA Galaxy. Mm. And we remember a few years ago who had their debut against LAFC. It's the hairstyle, I think. Yeah, maybe LAFC will go, hmm, we remember that. We remember what happened in that game. Like, we're going to have our own back here yeah. and we're going to unleash Gareth Bale. From and the halfway line. Yeah. So I can't wait. I, I would love, that would be absolutely brilliant if he did that. That would be box office. I don't know whether it's logistically possible, but that was just a thought. Yeah, don't don't come to us with all the truths and right. Yeah. Let us dream, all right? Gareth Bale in El Clasico, yeah. Trafico, even. Uh, but if you um, if you do look at Bale as a look at him as a player, and I know he's not played much in the last two years, but I think he's shown enough, especially playing for Wales. He goes into them games, and he's Wales' his best player still, mm. and he's hardly played. Yeah. So this, I I don't see. I think this is perfect for him. I think it's perfect for LAFC. We don't know with the, the, the money stuff how that's going to be. We don't know how it's been done, to yeah. be fair. So we don't know if it's been... I presume it's done right. I don't think MLS would allow this if it wasn't. No. So I don't think there's going to be repercussions. I hope not. But um, it just seems for all parties, this is a perfect deal. And yeah, I think Bale going to LAFC. I think now they are, they've got to be favourites. They've got to be. 
yeah, we, we've seen, I know New England Revolution started well and finished well and won Supporters Shield. Didn't quite happen in MLS Cup. They've got to be favourites for both Supporters Shield and MLS Cup now. Do you know who I feel for? Go on. RSL. The, the sleeping giants, RSL, who when you looked at the table yesterday or, you know, a couple of days before they signed Bale, you're like, wow, yeah. wow, RSL, the team that get no attention. Even I'll hold my hands up. Even from me, they get no attention, right? RSL, all of a sudden, were, you know, starting to creep up on LAFC in the West, having a really good season where you have to go, yeah, fair play. And then LAFC have gone, well, actually, we've got Chiellini coming. We've just re-signed uh, Carlos Vea and Gareth Bale. Um, plus, we've still got a DP slot. So, um, nice try, guys. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, uh, the the rest of the league must be looking on uh, very jealous right now. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes over the course of a summer and heading to the end of the season. And, yeah, Bale, he's, he's looking to get fit for the World Cup. So, he ain't going to go there to LAFC and just be you know, pick up his wage and, and get the press in America that he might want. He wants to go and get fit. He wants to be the best he can be going into that World Cup. And as well... Playing the Masters. <laughs> playing the Masters, yeah. Playing the golf tournaments. Um, I will let it slide that the Masters is in April. It's already gone. But I, I get what you're trying to say there. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, he's going to go there and he wants to... He, wants, he means business and... He's going to be playing against some of the players. He's going to be playing against for Wales against America. So maybe it's a bit of a scouting mission as well. Yeah, I reckon Wales have sent him sent him on a mission. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Now we've got uh, obviously Wales, we've got England, we've got the USA, all in that same World Cup group. Only two can progress. Mm. Uh, personally, my money's on England and the USA. Yeah. Um, but this just brings a whole new dynamic, and I'm here for it. It does. It does. I think for yeah. our safety, I hope it's England and the USA. <laughs> yeah. Although we have a UK show, you got to remember that. I hope the uh, I don't know. There's a, a team in the. Um, I hope there's a team in another group that has to forfeit, and uh, instead of getting another team in that group to go through, they say, right, we're going to choose three teams from a random group, yeah. and it happens to be England, American, Wales. We'll leave it at that. Because we're just digging a hole for ourselves. That's right. Seventy-seven percent of our audience are in the states. <laughs> as long as you say they're going through, it's fine. Uh, right. Let's have a look then at what happened this weekend in MLS, uh, and it kicked off on Friday evening. Well, we thought there a... was other stuff going yeah. on. Yeah, Gareth Bale. I've not had a fr- we've not had a Friday evening match in a long time, and uh, wasn't since it he, great? <laughs> since he beat Orlando one 0 um, again. If this was last year, or even at the very start of the season, maybe I'd be having more banter with you about it, but Atlanta lost, and it is a, a much improved Cincy. It's a different Cincinnati, yeah, isn't it? They beat us at home as well. Yeah, and they are above Atlanta in the table right now. Uh, <laughs> Brenner scored his first goal of the season, which was uh, surprising, but it was the first time Orlando didn't score in a game since uh, our uh, Red Bulls beat them in April. Mm. So, uh, disappointed, or is it... I, I guess you get this in MLS, don't you? You get the odd game where it just doesn't quite work out. Yeah, we weren't very good. I don't, I don't know what more you want me to say. I've, you know, we haven't been great this season. No. Um, and when you look at the table, we've played a lot more games than everybody else. And uh, there's teams below us that deserve to be above us. So I, I fully expect... Um, I I hate myself. I fully expect Orlando to drop out of the playoff spots in the next couple of weeks. Wow. Well, you won one in four now. So mm. do you think it's... Uh, well, it's not. It doesn't deserve 
No. Doesn't deserve playoffs. You've got Atlanta coming up next month, so I'm sure you'll... Easy three points. Yeah, you'll, you'll get back to winning ways there. Uh, you have got home games coming up as well. So I think Orlando, I, I'd be surprised if you win one in six, put it that way. Um, Cincinnati, though. Uh, NYCFC at home. Any Rebs away? Red Bulls at home. Next three games. Do you think that'll really tell us where this this team are? Yeah, it's a test. Um, don't get me wrong. Orlando's a tough test for them, but they've beaten them twice this season. So this Cincinnati side have proved to us, if nothing else, that they are the real deal in terms of finally they're going to compete. There's no way that we've ever got to June before in the MLS season and thought Cincinnati could make the playoffs. Um, so, so that's huge. So that's step one. Um, how serious... They are now about making the playoffs. Like you say, we're going to find out. Elsewhere, Seattle 3, SKC 0. Um, let's talk about Seattle because we, we've kind of said Seattle syndrome will come back mm. at some point and it, it well and truly has now. They've won uh, five of the last seven and they find themselves in seventh place. So that, in the playoffs. Yeah, and uh, I'll be honest with you, I'd be very surprised if they, if they don't last the season there now. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, I really enjoyed this. I, I sat down, it was on nice and early yeah. for a Western game, really early Saturday night, and I mm. sat down and watched it and really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed this game. Um, Russell, Johnny Russell for SKC looked really strong in the uh, opening 10 minutes. A couple of times where he sort of turned the defenders inside out, he's up against New Who, and he, he was had the upper hand, but it never really came to anything. And then Seattle just... That that roster, you know, it's like we talk about LAFC. The roster is so good. They've got so, you know, so much talent. And, you know, the two-headed goals killed the game off. And then, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, there was a third as well. But um, they're a joy to watch. Yeah, and uh, their next few games, Montreal, Toronto away, Portland at home, big game, obviously, in Nashville away. So, varied in there. I mean, Mon- they're all doing much better those clubs including Toronto so that'll be tough but again you just fancy Seattle to just they'll be fine they'll push up the league do I think they'll usurp LAFC at the top of the conference no I don't but I think they will be in the top they'll get a home game in the playoffs I'd be very surprised if they didn't SKC then let's talk about them because they're seven points off the playoffs they've played the most games it's just not clicking for them at the moment if I'm holding my hands up and saying Orlando have played too many games and they've not got the points return they need, SKC are definitely not mm. going to be making it. It's too late. Do you think seven points they can't turn it around? Because they beat Nashville recently, so they are showing glimpses. It's just stop start. But they and... need so much more than that now. Mm. From now until the end of the season, they need way more than a glimpse because that gap's just a gap's opening up, and they don't they don't look capable. When you look at SKC, especially on the road, and you you look at SKC and you say, well, if apart from one season where they did finish bottom of the conference, but the the other seasons um, where they've been very successful or, or finished in good positions in the league, you've now got Seattle who have, have built something and sustained it. LAFC are doing what they're doing. I know SKC aren't necessarily a club that's going to go out and spend loads on a DP, but if you were an SKC fan, would you look at that and go? But why aren't we? Why aren't we competing with these sides? Well, I'll put you t- I'll put this to you. You don't have to compete with Seattle and LAFC. You have to be third or fourth best hmm. to kind of maintain where they were in the last five or six years, right? Yeah. But you've added Austin and Nashville into that Western Conference, both of whom are doing really well. Hmm. So then all of a sudden, just to maintain your average level of, oh, well, we could finish second, third, fourth, you're already having to work so much harder. 
Yeah, and you look at some of the other sides around Dallas as well are doing really well. RSL, you've mentioned them. These sides are doing really well. And unfortunately for SKC, they're being cut adrift a bit. So um, you will have to wait and see. But I'd, I'd understand if, as an SKC fan, ever be upset. You know, I know Peter Vermees is a, a legend at SKC, but do you think it's... They might need to change. Do you think they need to change somewhere? I was really uninspired. I'll be honest. Really uninspired watching them the other night as they, um, you know, when it when it became two 0 and then they were giving the ball away and he just stood there and I just think that's not that's not going to work. Mm. You you need to be re- you need to be doing. I know every coach is different. I understand that, but just seeing him stood there motionless and then occasionally, you know going like this and like flailing his arms in the air. It's not going to turn things around you three nil down in Seattle. Yeah. And they've not had a win on the road in so long. Yeah. Well, we've seen with, uh, you know, like Bob Bradley, for example, uh, Greg Barney, I think Peter, I he will get another job somewhere in MLS, but maybe this marriage with SKC and mm. Peter, Vermees, maybe this is the potentially the last season. We don't know. Rocking and the boat he is. I, I know. I boat. don't want to say it, but you look at what they're doing this season. I think it's very uninspiring. And, uh, you know, you look at the way they went out of MLS Cup last year to RSL. It's, I don't know. We just, maybe we need a bit of freshness. Mm. Hey, SKC fans, tweet us, comment on YouTube. Let us know. Am I right? Do you agree with me or am I talking rubbish like usual? Let me know. I can tell you which one. <laughs> uh, another uninspiring team is DC United. They lost at home 3-1 to Nashville. Um, joint bottom of the East now, DC. The, uh, the, 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 well, they, they fired the head coach. We were looking for a response after that, and that was weeks ago now. It's not happened. Uh, they've not won in the last six. I mean, they've played a game more than Chicago. Um who they're, you know, they're level with down the bottom, but ultimately not even averaging a point per game miles off it, Mm. miles off it. We were concerned at the start of the season. We were concerned six, seven weeks ago. And and now I just think same as SKC. I mean, it's going to take a miracle. Yeah. Well, uh, taxi as um, he, well, he's been running the show for them. He's got six goals and he's only scored his first goal like a few months ago. Um, He's he must be frustrated at the moment because they've brought him in, and yeah, he's doing well in MLS. He's, he's there's a bit of noise about him, but he must be looking around at the rest of the players and going, "Come on, I need some help, surely." It's a strange time, isn't it? Because you're looking at um, obviously DC, you're looking at Columbus, you're looking at Toronto. We've seen finals between between those two, uh, even Atlanta, a, a former MLS Cup champions. It's very, it's a very strange season when we're talking about SKC not making the playoffs. You know, at least at least four out of Atlanta, Toronto, Columbus, DC are not going to make the playoffs. You know, and it's it's going to be a, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, whereas Nashville, I uh, just keep on they keep on smashing it. They keep on uh, winning games. They're now up to fifth in the uh, in the West, and they're they're being this the. They're just stability's there. They're like we've been saying. We've been. I don't think we've ever said anything negative about Nashville because ever since they've come into the league, they've been impressive. And now going into their what third season, being fifth and just we don't. We're not looking at them and going, oh, that's that's strange. We're looking and going. Actually, they could be a bit higher. But you know, when they've got a player like Mukhtar, eight goals, five assists. He is. Those stats are MVP worthy. They've played as many games as, as anyone else in the league, and they've only conceded nineteen goals. It's the same amount as RSL, who we've been you know talking mm. about as being a real force this year. 
So they deserve a lot of credit. I know Zimmerman is obviously key to that and he cost them a lot of money, but it, you get what you pay for. Exactly. Uh, right, Montreal 2, Charlotte 1. Montreal 3rd in the East. He's just sticking around. Um, you know, I, I was... We praised Montreal. It might, it might have been on the last full episode we did or the one before that. But deep down, I don't know about you, but I was like, oh, they could be one of those teams where we're praising them, saying how great they are. But in a few weeks, they'll lose a few and drop back down to about six or seven. They're sticking around and it's great to see. Yeah, and, and scoring a lot of goals as well, being really positive in, in the way that they're attacking. And I'll be honest with you, that I know what you mean. You kind of think, oh, they're going to fall away. Um, they played Orlando first game of the season and they didn't look good at all. And it was really easy at that point to go, yeah, same old, same old Montreal, but no, looking really, really impressive. I know Philly and NYCFC will, will come on to them, but ultimately they have been two really strong sides. Montreal, really, really impressed to see them kind of keeping pace. Yeah, only three points off Philadelphia. Seattle away and LA Galaxy away next two, though. So uh, maybe come the next episode. Yeah, let's say a test, but maybe come next episode, we will be talking about them being less than third. If they're not, if they're still in around third, then great stuff. Fantastic for them. Um, Right, uh, Charlotte, uh, you know, we know what Charlotte's all about. They're good at home. They're not so good away. So that continued. Um, Toronto 2, Atlanta 1. Moving on from that. Uh, no, um, Toronto, they, they've they up to 11, 55 points off a playoff spot now. Uh, they've qualified for the Canadian Championship as well. So it's looking a bit better than it did at the start of the season. Can I ask you your opinion on the available striking op- attacking options for Atlanta? Serious no. question, by the way. Okay. Um, how, do that, how does the available strike force at Atlanta fare right now in terms of the rest of the league? Um, I've been impressed with uh, Luis Arujo. I think he's a good player. He's got three in his last three. Uh, I think he's he could be up there with uh, the top strikers in the league. Martinez, naturally, he's put in that place anyway, even though he's I, I don't think he's anywhere near as consistent as what he was a few years ago. But still, on his day, he will score you a goal. Um, so yeah, I think that they've got players up there. I think Atlanta that puts them in deep in the playoffs, especially in the East. The reason I ask is because uh, Atlanta are top in terms of key passes made in MLS. Um, they're the best team for key passes. So that midfield creativity is really working. Mm. You'd expect a team, you know, with that amount of key passes to be a lot higher than Atlanta currently are. Yeah, well, I remember on the Columbus game a few weeks ago that was, yeah, they, they, they weren't... They, they, I, I watched Atlanta, especially at home, and I know they, they were a lot better at home and away, but they, it is the same away. They make the amount of through balls and, part, you know, the counter-attacking play that they do. It, it's one of the, it's the... Like you just said, it's the best in the league. It's like it's, that's never gone away from the old days. No, but they're just not converting mm. them, and then when you're not converting them, there's more pressure on at the back, and there's... I don't think Atlanta are that great at the back, and that's showing that we, we're getting beat. So, uh, yeah, it's very disappointing, to be honest, when you look at Atlanta as 10th. I know we won the AmFam trophy, the AmFam insurance trophy, which, you know... You, that's the real... That's the, it is, and Orlando the real one. never won that. Um, but, uh, but other than that, I just think it's... I see Atlanta, uh, they're always making signings, you know... Uh, they're always announcing, you know, loans or whatever. But for me, 
to see them in 10th. I don't, I don't know. It's just nothing much is changing at the moment. Yeah. I was excited at the start of this season thinking this could be the year. I didn't think Atlanta were going to win MLS Cup, but I just thought going back to the old days of it where it's attacking, counter-attacking football, fast-paced, be winning games 3 or 4-0, especially at home. It's not quite happened so far. So, you know, we'll wait and see for the rest of the season. We know that MLS seasons are a tale of two two halves, really. But, um, yeah, I'm just at the moment, it is stop-start. You know, it's it's stop-start at the moment for Atlanta. They, they get going. You think, oh, they're on a run, and then they get beat. And then it seems that we go back to that 10th. Mm. And then we'll get back up to 6th or 7th, and then back to 10th. So, um, you know, we'll see. We have, we've played the joint lowest in the league, though, so... Got games in hand. Well, another team top of the stats is Houston Dynamo. Mm-hmm. They've got the most yellow cards. Uh, 50, 51 already. Nice segue. 51 nice. already. Um, <laughs> but they picked up a 2-0 win, admittedly, against Chicago, who are bottom of the league. But we're seeing a new a new Houston. Yes. Um, it's it, Yeah, We. I mean, we looked at Houston the last few years, and we've kind of thought... I don't know. We've we've not been inspired, have we? We've not thought that they could no. make a charge in the playoffs. But you look at them now; they're eighth. They're just below the playoffs. They've got uh, Charlotte and Dallas at home in the next three games. So, yeah, there's potential there for points. So we'll wait and see. You know, I, I, I do like Houston. I think uh, you know, it, in a, it's yeah. I think there's there's more to come from them. So I'm excited to see how they do. I would love them to break into the playoffs. Do I think the the going to do anything in the playoffs no I don't but we saw last year with RSL you never know these teams could do uh, Chicago are not going to make the playoffs unfortunately <laughs> for them I'm willing to say that now they've won one in 12 um, we took a bit of flack at the start for criticising Chicago yeah. they're still bottom of the league at what point well they weren't conceding at the start of the year now they are but they're still not scoring yeah they weren't scoring but they're still not scoring I mean you look at the players they've brought in Shakiri is I mean he's not played in June, international duty, but he's not played since coming back from international duty. Mueller scored once in started signing at the start of May. Shabilko has scored once since March. That that roster, yeah, on paper, that's it's in for me. It's inexcusable that they don't make the playoffs. Oh yeah, they sh- they should be at the very lowest where Houston are in eighth. So what's going on there? I have no idea. Um, I'm I'm so I'm so surprised. The lack of goals. I really am so surprised by the, the conceding goals now. I'm not surprised. They're, they're an MLS team. I was actually more surprised there was a team in MLS who weren't conceding yeah, like yeah. they were at the start of the season. But now, yeah, looking at them, I mean, their match is coming up. They've got Philadelphia at home, San Jose away were unpredictable, Columbus at home, and Toronto at home. So they've, they've got opportunities to pick up points, but I just don't think they will at the moment. Um, there's a team who were, were consistently terrible yeah. for a few years, and there's a team who were consistently pretty nailed on playoff contenders into Miami and Minnesota United. They've swapped places, and they played each other the other day. They have. Um, I've got to say, Phil Neville, to be wearing a suit in that heat, Ooh, fair play. De- the know, dedication I- to the suit. A lad from Berry like me, when I went to Mexico... I was sweating and I was wearing a t-shirt. So how he was feeling with that, unbelievable. Um, he's he's clearly got used to it. Um, yeah, I mean, fair play to Inter Miami. They were one 0 down with two minutes to go. Vasily have got two goals. Eight minute cameo. One hell of a cameo. Comes on with eight minutes to go. Scores two in the last five minutes and gets them the win. Um, so yeah, Miami in eighth, unbeaten at sitting six at home. And this is what we were saying though, wasn't it? We were saying that um, you know that. 
Miami are... They need to improve their home farm. They were letting too many goals slip. They were letting too many games go at home. They've now unbeaten in six. And they're, they're moving up the table. Yeah, and this is... It had to be now. It had to be now. We talked about at the start of the season. He cannot afford any more poor results. And he did turn it around, luckily. Mm. And I think he was very lucky to be given the time that he got, Phil Neville. Yeah. But he's turned it around. And into Miami now, million dollar question, playoffs? It's possible. It's possible. Playoffs, yes or no? Um... It's possible. You don't get paid to do this. But oh no, wait! You just don't get paid. No, to do this get paid. Um, no, at the moment, no. But I am, I'm inspired by what I'm seeing at the moment because, as well, you look at. I mean, Higuain played, and he's not the headline maker. There's a few more players yeah, coming yeah. in who's stepping up to the mark. Uh, Minnesota lost the last four, including against Union Union Omaha in the cup. Big side. <laughs> yeah. Um, one nil up with five minutes to go. They let it slip. The twelfth in the uh, in the West. They have just given Adrian Heath a new contract, so they are. Uh, they are strange timing. Really. Yeah, they are at least looking at long term with what they've got. But um, I, this is a new Minnesota we see, and we're not used to seeing them like this. Yeah, and I think this is where you find out a lot about a team. Mm. You know, this is a side that, you know, in terms of the fans, Adrian Heath, it's all been fairly rosy and, you know, fairly straightforward, barring a bit of snow here and there. Um, you know, and, and they've always kind of been in, a, in and around the playoffs and you never said, oh, no, they're not going to make the playoffs. So this is, this is interesting for me because they're a long way off it. Currently, a um, couple of games in hand on Kansas, yeah. who are who are below them. To be fair, um, so it's a it's a big month really for me. It is um, moving on to Texas, and it was Austin versus Dallas. Dallas went two 0 up, and then Austin brought it back to two uh, two. These two sides, we've got Austin who are third in the West, Dallas who are fourth. They've both won two in six, so very. We shouldn't have. We should have probably guessed that it would be a draw in the end. Um, but looking at uh, you know a player from each side, Dallas, uh, Paul Ariola scored his eighth for the season. Uh, Drayusi scored for Austin his ninth for the season. He's top goal scorer in the league. These two sides, are they, they are very similar at the moment, aren't they? I, I, I like this little battle. I hope the battle continues throughout the season. You mentioned Drayusi. In fairness, Ferreira at Dallas is also on the same amount of goals. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... That Texas is where it's at, which is a big contrast to last season. If you remember, we had no no California and we had no Texas. In they the finished the bottom three in the yeah. West, didn't they? And now they're, they're doing so well. Even Houston are doing well. So it's good to see. This was a great game, great finish. Dallas would be disappointed if he didn't hold on and win it. But all in all, I think at the moment, these sides are similar. I'd probably sway with Austin to finish above Dallas. Mm-hmm. But, um, he, you know, I'm really happy that it seems that all the Texan sides are sorting themselves out this year because last year was very poor. Uh, but to be fair, that's maybe harsh on Austin because it was the debut season. But for the other two especially, yeah, they were, they were very poor. Gave a lot of credit to RSL earlier in the podcast. That stops now um, <laughs> because they were part of a nil-nil draw, which we do not like on this podcast. And Columbus are also having a terrible season to go with the nil-nil. So... Yeah, new viewers, new listeners to the podcast who are from Wales, you welcome to the MLS UK show. And on the MLS UK show, we do not do nil nils. We are sick. We left nil nils back with our chosen uh, English teams, Norwich and Bolton. They can have nil nils, and we do quite a lot. Uh, well, Take we... a nil nil for Norwich, <laughs> but uh, in MLS, we've not come here for nil nils, so uh, we're not having this. But 
parking that. RSL are second in the West, so we need to give them some credit. I've uh, done that, though. I've done that earlier on. They're unbeaten at home. They've got 20 points from eight games at home. Um, it's we, we, we started the season worried about RSL. We felt that they surely can't progress from their impressive showing in the playoffs last year. And, wow, they've, uh, yeah, they've done it. They're doing it, I should say. Second in the West, but I'm really surprised at that nil-nil. When you look at the form of the two teams, yeah, really surprised at that. Uh, well, the next home game is a Rocky Mountain derby, so we'll see if Colorado can be the next team to try and win at RSL. Uh, Columbus, though, won one in six. It's Again, it last year it didn't work out, and we, we expected a lot more from them this year. It's not quite happened. No, it, it, I liked where they were going with, you know, Caleb Porter and Nagby going home, and it all seemed like it was mm. all going to, you know, build on what they'd done in the last few years, but no, mm. really not. Uh, Portland free, Colorado nil. Uh, Portland, their first one in five, so they're up to 11th now. Colorado are in 10th. Um, Blanco scoring a penalty. He's getting a run of games, which is good to see. I feel Blanco, he's always had quality, but I just feel he's been a bit stop-start in recent years. Yeah, and to be honest, that's been Portland's season. Uh, you know, stop-start, they find themselves in 11th. Still haven't overtaken Colorado in the West despite that victory, which yeah. um, which is a strange one. Um, just above Minnesota, who, you know, we've mentioned are struggling. It's not where we're used to seeing them. No, but at the moment, I do feel, because Portland's last win before this was the 7-2 against SKC. So I do feel for Portland, I trust that they're going to get in the playoffs more than Minnesota at the moment. I mean, mainly because they're scoring goal. Mm. Um, yeah, Colorado, 10th, play the next three, uh, three of the next four at home, and then RSL away. So, um yeah, they. I mean, they did well last year. They, they perhaps going back to where we expect them to be for um, you know for this season. But all in all, I think they've they've they're in the right place to make an attack on the playoffs. Yeah, it's a very strong West this year. Um, we've talked a lot about LAFC and mm-hmm. uh, Gaza Baza joining the team. They've re-signed Carlos Vela. They've got Chiellini coming as well, plus maybe another DP slot to be filled which is crazy to think about. Uh, and last night beat the Red Bulls 2-0. Yeah, which wasn't a, it wasn't a game that... You, I mean, you looked at LAFC and thought, uh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of uh, excitement around the ground. Mm. Red Bulls are the, were at the point. They're now not because Nashville are. But Red Bulls at the time were the best away team. So this wasn't a walkover. No. And, the, you know, they got the two goals within three minutes in the second half. The build-up play to both goals, you look at that and then add Bale to it and yeah. think, oh. It's frightening, isn't it? Frightening, yeah. Uh, Red Bulls remain fourth, though, so and they've got Atlanta at home next, so they'd probably go further up the table. Um, Philadelphia 2, New York City FC 1. They said a lot of drama in it in the end. It was a top two in the East. They've now swapped places because Philadelphia are top. They're unbeaten in nine. They're doing so well. Philadelphia consistently up there in these. Could this be the year that they finally get that MLS Cup or at least get to MLS Cup? I think so. I think so. Um, I think uh, Ronnie Dyer leaving NYCFC um, is going to be crucial to that as well because I think they were always probably going to be second. I think that's fair to say. But um, obviously rocking the boat um, at NYCFC has has allowed them in and given them a chance. And I've said it so many times. I I love the way that the club is set up and it's set up for success. They deserve success. Um, So it's, it's a waiting game. But in terms of the, this 2-1 victory, I, I woke up this morning when my alarm went off at four. I woke up to a message that was sent at one twenty six saying, you have got to catch up 
on Philly versus NYCFC. Was that off UK NYCFC by any it chance? Wasn't. It, oh, wasn't. Right, okay. no, it wasn't. I know uh, Barney was very upset about it. So uh, if you've not watched it, 96th minute, I think, or 95th minute, um, I mean, this there was so much drama. They were meant to be six minutes of stoppage time. This happened in the 95th minute, I think. There were that much drama in that minute that they then played to 101 minutes. Yeah, when, when they had a VAR uh, appeal turned down. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Philadelphia, it was 1-1. Um, Castellanos had just got a penalty. He's eight for the season to equalise. Then um, Jose Martinez had a shot from the edge of the area, or just outside the area. It's basically took a deflection on the way into the goal. It's wrong-footed Sean Johnson. He's took a deflection of Corey Burke. Now, it was originally given as offside. They've now checked VAR and it was given for, um, you know, as a goal because he wasn't offside. Talk about luck. I mean, Martinez went off celebrating. It's not your goal anymore, <laughs> Mr. Martinez. So, uh, yeah, 2-1, um, full of drama. It's brilliant. It's what we watch MLS for. Absolutely, that's exactly what we're here for. So, and that's why I get messages like that saying you've got to catch up because I love the drama. Um, NYCFC since Dylas left, they got a point against uh, Colorado last week. Since then, they lost this game. They lost three 0 in the cup um, to Red Bulls in the week. I know that didn't go down very well with the fans. Naturally, it wouldn't. I, I, is this just because you look at NYCFC, you look at their team, and all are all over the pitch, the spine as well. They've got players that have played for a long time, from Johnson the two centre-halves, that you look into midfield and then Castellanos up top. Are you worried or do you think we just need a bit of stability with the head coach and then they'll just carry on? I don't think it's. I don't think there's anyone in our business that can say right now. Mm. I think you could look back at the end of the season, maybe they finish second or third in, in the East, they get to MLS Cup and you look back and you think, well, they, lost, they had a little bit of a wobble mid-season, but it's when the manager left. Yeah. Or this could be the point where it all falls away. And we don't know. We're not on the inside. We don't know the day-to-day involvement that Ronnie Dyler had with players, with confidence, with coaching. Was he spotting things? Was he going into work every day and spotting something that he could change and alter and turn them into, you know, the force that they are? Or had he got it pretty sorted and that he turned up every day and went, yeah, just crack on, you know, because they were playing like that. They were yeah, playing yeah. like there wasn't a lot to improve on. So we're not going to know now. We're going to find out in two, three months time. And it's the one to watch. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with uh, NYCFC. For me, I think they'll be fine. I think, uh, uh, don't get me wrong, I thought they were nailed on to at least get to MLS Cup. I don't feel that anymore because of the changes, but I do think they'll be fine and they'll get into the playoffs. Uh, lastly, it was Vancouver nil, um, New England Revolution nil. Never mind. New England Revolution, just to talk about them very briefly. They're unbeaten in nine now. It's more like it. It's more what we expected from any revs. They're up to sixth. Yeah, and it, it, you're right. You're exactly right. It's what we expected. You, you felt like there was always going to be that element to them where they were better than where they were placed. Yeah obviously the distraction of um, Champions League, etc. And they finally started to, to get it together. But a nil, not here for the nil-nils. No, we definitely not. Uh, Vancouver won three and four before this. They're in the final of the Canadian Championship too. So they're doing well, uh, but they're ninth. Next two at home. Uh, one of them's LAFC though. So uh, we'll see with Vancouver. They're, they're one of the teams like Houston who are sort of on the edge of the playoffs, could make it, but then might fall down. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. 
The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. MLS UK Show with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt. So to round off the show, we're going to be doing our predictions for this weekend. Now, before we have a look at what matches are being played, Elliot, we need to look back at the last episode, episode 108, and see what happened in the predictions. Now, for those who have forgotten, you have uh, pulled it back to 3-3 after going 3-0 down. Mm. So, do you think you've made it 4-3? No. So you think I've made it for free? Yeah. Well, Elliot, annoyingly for me, you have made it for free. <laughs> you've won for a fourth week in a row. Get in! I can't remember. I can't remember a time where you've won four, four in, in a, a row. row. Uh, you won forty points to thirty, which was basically you predicting that New England Revolution and Philadelphia would be one-one. That's what Ooh, won you the, okay. the round. So for those who are new to the show, uh, we do our predictions. Uh, we predict the score. If you get the right outcome, you get five points. If you get the right score, nailed on. So say, like Elliot said, it was going to be uh, one more. Then it's get 10 points. So uh, there are some matches in the week. Uh, this kicking off on Thursday morning here in the UK, but Wednesday evening in the States and Canada. Orlando v. Nashville and US Open Cup. Chance to get to the semis, Elliot. Yeah, uh, low-key, I want to win it. Yeah, it should be more than low-key. You've got a good chance. Some people aren't bothered about the the cup. I genuinely am. Oh, no, I think, uh, I mean, you know, we see it with Atlanta that we've won plenty of competitions, including now the AmFam Insurance Cup. Mm. Um, I think it breeds success. So, yeah, go for it. You know, good luck. Nashville will be a tough game, though. Knocked us out of the playoffs, so... Yeah, we did, remember, famously. Um, and there is also some MLS matches in the week. We've got Cincinnati versus New York City FC, Toronto versus Columbus, Chicago v. Philadelphia, Seattle v. Montreal, LA Galaxy v. Minnesota, LAFC versus Dallas. Uh, two matches in LA, the same mm. night. Uh, Portland v. Houston. And then on uh, Thursday evening slash Friday morning here in the UK, it's Charlotte v. Austin and New York Red Bulls versus Atlanta. Uh, moving on to this weekend then, mm. and the predictions. Le- leave it to the master. Uh, going for five in a row. Uh, Toronto v. Seattle. Come on, master. What's that going to end up? 2-1 uh, Seattle. Uh, I think it'll be... Ooh. I think 1-1. One, one, You're actually. wrong. I'm I'm the king of this. Uh, Vancouver versus LAFC. Uh, this is 3-0 LAFC. 0-1 uh, LAFC. Uh, New York City versus Atlanta. <sighs> this is a tough one to call for uh, the reasons of NYCFC struggling a little bit. Atlanta further down in the standings. Um, I'm going to go 2-1 NYC. Yeah, I think NYC will win, actually, just based on Atlanta's away farm. Uh, I think it'll be... Uh, actually, yeah, I think 2-1 as well. I'm going to go same as you. I think it'll be a, a tight game, but NYCFC will win. Okay. Uh, Columbus taking on Philadelphia. These are on uh, July 4th. Yeah, spark, sparks in, will be flying. Yeah, happy Independence Day for our uh, American cousins. Um, Philadelphia win this 1-0. Um, 
I want to go for Columbus, but I, I don't see it at the moment. I think, yeah, 2-1 Philadelphia. Uh, Kansas City, oh no, sorry, New England Revolution taking on Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati doing well, but I think any Rebs will win. I think it'll be 3-1. I'll go 1-0 New England. SKC, Red Bulls. These are hard, these are. Mm. It's a hard round to predict. Um, There's a lot of a lot of the stronger teams playing away. Yes, yeah. Uh, including Atlanta. one all. Uh, not including Atlanta. Um, I think uh, I think Red Bulls will get back to winning ways on the road. I think they'll win uh, 2-1. Can Minnesota get back to winning ways? They're at home to RSL. Again, another strong away side there. 1-1. Mm, I'm going to go 2-1 RSL. Uh, Houston v. Charlotte. Charlotte only picks up two points away from home. Yeah, 3-1 Houston. Yeah, I think Houston will win 2-0. Nashville taking on Portland. Uh, I think Nashville will win uh, 3-2. 2-1 for me. Uh, San Jose versus Chicago. <laughs> uh, thrill, thrills and spills. Yeah, whenever you see San Jose at home, you you want to say a big, a high-scoring yeah. game, don't you? I think it'll be a 3-2. I think Chicago will finally score some goals, but I think uh, San Jose will score more. Uh, Orlando at home to DC. Again, another strong away side. Yeah. Um, Monday evening, this, weirdly enough. 3-1 Orlando. Um, yeah, Orlando will beat DC. I think you won't have a problem with that. 3-0. Um, oh, no. Yeah, 3-0. Strong away side, Austin at Colorado. Uh, I think they'll win 1-0. I'm going to go one all. Uh, Dallas versus Miami. Dallas win this 2-0. 2-1 Dallas. LA Galaxy versus Montreal. Ooh. Galaxy win 3-2. Mm. Um, yeah, I think Galaxy are going to look at all the noise that their LA rivals are making and want to make some noise themselves by beating an improved Montreal side. I think it will be, uh, I think, 3-1. 3-1 LA Galaxy. Okay. Uh, so there are predictions. Let us know your. Don't know why you bother anymore. Let us know your predictions. See if you can do better than me. Um, beat Elliot uh, at MLS UK Show. Tweet us or DM us. Uh, same with Instagram. Or you can uh, you can put it in the comments on YouTube. Or you can email us. Hello at MLS Show. Uh, before we go, we need to uh, find out the player who was the game with the changing name answer. And you've struggled a little bit, which I'm pleased with. Yeah, you're going to have to run through the uh, you run through the career path again, but give me the side from the Premier League that you omitted and see okay. if I can get it. Uh, so started their career 2015, uh, Deportivo Pereira. Um, then played for Granada. Then uh, they went to the Premier League. I will tell you the team, but not right now. Uh, and they played 25 times for this Premier League team. However, went on loan to Huesca. Mallorca and Getafe and they now have moved to MLS the Premier League actually no the, the MLS team yeah is Columbus ah right okay and the Premier League team are they not a Premier League team anymore correct they are Watford mm-hmm. Hernandez yes right Cucho Hernandez just moved 
to MLS and is one of the newest entries into the MLS UK show Hall of Fame. Yes, there will be another new entry in the next few weeks. Uh, Gazar Bazaar. Yeah, I think I'll get that one though uh, when you mention these, the teams he's played for. <laughs> um, well done if you got that right. Uh, I, any Columbus fan surely got that one right. We can't wait to be uh, seeing him more play in MLS. Uh, so that's it from us. Thanks very much for watching or listening. Don't forget to subscribe on your podcast provider and leave us a rating as well. But if you leave us a rating, Elliot, there's one rule and one rule only. Five stars only, LA Galaxy style. Thank you. You can do that on Spotify as well now. We've got um, quite a few on Spotify. Our average rating is five stars, so we're listening to you. <sighs> kind of a big deal. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and click the notification bell as well. Um, and uh, tell all your friends, if you're new to MLS or if you know people who are new to MLS, my cousin's wedding at the weekend, uh, I got introduced to someone. Weddings who... are great for, can I just say, weddings are great for spreading the um, spreading the podcast love. They are, yes. I got my cousin said, oh, he's my mate and he likes MLS and his mate is an Atlanta United fan. So I was like, oh, I'll talk to you then. Uh, so yeah, so, um, you Dirty. know, spread the word, spread the word. Um, because not only with ourselves, but even other MLS content creators, um, you know, it's good that if, if people start watching our stuff or listening to our stuff, it gets the league out there. So we much appreciate it. Uh, we'll be back next week with a new episode of Stoppage Time. Then we'll be back with another episode, full episode of MLS UK show. I know. Where and this is then going. you get married. You join. <laughs> you join the husband club. So uh, I'll be. Whereas you give a running commentary of my wedding, I'll be doing the same with yours. I thought he needed to remind me. Um, from Gareth Bale, I knew said Gareth Barry. From Gareth Bale, very different. Uh, goodbye. Uh, from me, I'm going to make like Brandon and say bye. And this guy, see ya. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.